stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Go Green Radio, brought to you by Covanta Energy. Reduce, reuse, recycle, rethink renewable energy and energy from waste. This program will help start you thinking about how to protect our world and its important resources. Now here's the host for Go Green Radio, Jill Buck. Welcome to Go Green Radio. So glad that you could all join us today. Today our guest is celebrity yogi Rodney Yee, a personal favorite of my own. And he's going to be talking with us about cultivating a lifestyle of health and sustainability. So many of our shows on Go Green Radio deal with clean technology, green energy, public policy that supports sustainability in business and in our energy and water infrastructure. But today we're going to be talking about making it personal. How can we in our own lives create the kind of lifestyle that supports good health and sustainability in all that we do. And I'm so excited to have Rodney Yee with us. He has over 30 yoga videos that he's produced, and he has actually been on uh, the Oprah Winfrey Show. He works with Donna Karen. We're going to talk about the philanthropy work that they do together. And he's just one of those inspirational and motivational folks that has touched thousands of lives, and I know that he will touch yours as well. Welcome to Go Green Radio, Rodney. I'm so glad to have you on today. Yeah, it's a wonderful uh, opportunity to be on your show. Well, I am a big fan of yours. I'm also a big fan of the company through which I have purchased your DVDs. That's Gaim. And I'd love to kind of start with your thoughts on a Gaim philosophy on living a lifestyle of health and sustainability. They call it LOHAS, and they coined that term years ago. And a lot of people have been trying to do that, to live a lifestyle of health and sustainability. What does that term mean to you, and how does it shape your work? Well, it's really important to everything that I do, Jill. And, you know, when I started working with Yurk, uh, the man who really was the visionary for Gaim, he took me for a long walk. And we went down that corridor together and said, how can we help in every possible way to create sustainability for the earth? And the whole uh, term Gaim actually is Gaia, which is earth, I am. And so condensed together, it's Gaim. And, you know, we look at uh, everything that we do. We look at basically mindfulness and how we look at our lifestyle, that the way we walk in the world, the way we um, are with other people, the way we're with the animal kingdom, the way we're with the plant world. Everything we do, we understand, has a relationship and an impact. And when you begin to see yourself not isolated from the earth but part of the earth, and the earth is part of you, then it's really that perspective that begins to shift all of your actions in the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's so important for us to see that this whole game of more is better 
is really not sustainable. And it's really um, a different way of looking at things and saying, you know, how can I enjoy my life to its fullest? And yet at the same time, really consider that that means sustainability. That means treating the earth properly, which means really taking what you need, but also giving back and also really not being excessive. Mm-hmm. Well, and by very definition, the word sustainable means that it can continue. That's and we right. have to look at our behaviors, our actions, our habits, and can they continue infinitum, not just within our own lives, but within the generations that we are role modeling for? And that's the big question. That's correct, Jill. Get- I mean, there's not, a, there's not one of us, I think, on the planet that is not concerned about how we, you know, how we leave the earth for our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. And if we really keep that in mind, then that really influences how we live each moment of our life. The, you know, I don't think the problem anymore is informational. I think the problem is how can we actually live our life in the way that we know we should? And that's really difficult. It's like how does the rubber meet the road, if you mm-hmm. will? How do I, one thing is to know the right choice, but then the next thing is to make the right choice and actually live the right choice. And this is where yoga comes in, and this is where the DVDs, hopefully, that I've done and my wife, Colleen, has done really comes into play. When we do yoga, when we're in our body, when we're in the present moment, we start to understand how to actually not only feel the right choices, but act on the right choices. And this is, uh, this is really, I think, the key to the next 50 years, is not just talking about it, not just knowing it, but knowing it, if you will, in the biblical sense, knowing it from your body to your mind to your heart, and then with your hands and your feet, like walking on the earth uh, with care and love. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree with you more. And do you get the sense, I mean, you're around people who practice yoga from beginners to very advanced. And you have uh, led yoga retreats and yoga training all over the country, all over the world. Do you get the sense that people who practice yoga are more inclined to be mindful of protecting the environment? I think every practice I've ever done, every class I've ever taught, uh, there's an element to the practice that gets people more in touch with, first of all, their own body and the linkage between their mind and their body and their linkage between their mind, their body, their breath, and their spirit. And that begins, you know, that relationship that you begin and begin to feel a little bit more connected with every breath you take in a yoga class, that is, if you will, one step up the mountain that we all take together into really caring for our beautiful Mother Earth. And Mm -hmm. I really do believe that, you know, we all start at different points and we all, you know, we all take two steps forward and one step back. I mean, you know, I don't want to sound like, you know, yoga is the only answer and the, you know, it's like the the cure-all. But it's definitely a tool for us to see ourselves and to see actually what brings true happiness. Um, You know, the Dalai Lama makes it very clear. He says, true happiness can only really be found on this earth through service. And when you start realizing that on a deep level, that it's service, and service not to just our fellow human beings, but service to the earth and service to the consciousness of the planet, 
uh, this is the thing that begins to allow you to make different choices and to step on the world it, like many people have told us, to step on it lightly. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of an old Boy Scout thing, if you will, you know, to leave something uh, in better shape than uh, you came into it. And I think, you know, it's an amazing thing to do. I had an experience once, Jill, where uh, my friend and I were walking through a park, and these young kids were sort of destroying the park. And we mm-hmm. sat the young kids down, and we said, by the way, do you know whose park this is? And they said, what are you talking about? And we said, do you know that this is actually your park? Mm. And they looked at us, and, and they didn't realize it's, it's like they had part ownership in some ways, part, part you know, responsibility to, them, to their own selves. And, and, and they didn't see it that way until, you know, we sort of said to them, hey, you know, this is actually yours. That's you know? right. And that ownership inspires stewardship. And I think that's a really important um, concept to embrace as we try to um, put practical steps in place to live a sustainable lifestyle. I think that's very, very important. Now, you have a new DVD that's recently come out uh, called Power Up Yoga. And I'd love for you to talk to us about the features of the DVD and, and what inspired you to create it. Well, you know, like everything else, to power something up, you have to plug something in. Uh, you have to charge it. And so my whole premise behind Power Up Yoga is really how do you connect to the earth, the sun, the sky, the air, the water. In some ways, it's how do you plug in. So a lot of times people in the West think, oh, how do I power up? How do I become individually, you know, like uh uh, an Adonis of some kind. And this is, uh, and you know, not that, you know, I'm against that. It's a beautiful thing to celebrate your body and to get it in beautiful shape. But really, Power Up Yoga is all about relationship. It's about feeling the earth underneath your feet, feeling the sky above you, being open to this confluence of your body with its environment, and really plugging in. Uh, really getting a sense of how you actually receive a lot of energy through actually creating deep relationship with. And I think most of us have a lot of conflict in our life, and that conflict wears us out, if you will. And a lot of the conflict comes from seeing ourselves as separate from something else, separate from the earth, like, oh, I don't want to put my feet on the dirt, you know, separate mm-hmm. from the sky, separate from the ocean. But once we realize, wow, the ocean is us, I am the sky, I am the stars at night, I am the earth, in some ways it's like, wow, we're plugged in and through listening and being a part of, instead of being conflictual and scared and fearful, we in some ways become exactly the opposite, connected, open, and free. Well, and you know what's really powerful about what you're saying is that it's not just a, a spiritual sense of connectedness. I mean, even the scientific community will tell you that the same thing that provides us with the calories we need to function, the fuel for our body and what we eat, that energy came from photosynthesis, which started with the sun. <laughs> you know, uh, the, the air that we breathe that, that fuels our lungs is part of a, a water cycle, this evaporation and and 
you know, condensation cycle that, that is all also energized by the sun. So there's a very scientific and physical sense of what you're talking about as well. And for those who, you know, have a, a very academic mind and may be less inclined to, you know, understand the, the spiritualness of what you're saying, there, there's a very scientific basis for what you're saying as well. All the energy in the universe, the real energy, like that which we capture in solar panels, is is already there, you know, the first law of thermodynamics, you know, you can't create or destroy any exactly. energy in the universe. So exactly. what it's it's a really powerful really powerful statement. Well, um, it's funny, Jill. I mean, we do forget that, you know, a lot of times the way we think of science is we think of it as a divider. But in fact, if you really connect with the principles of science, you're really connecting with the principles of yoga. It's really about relationship, about, you know, energy not being created or destroyed. And how do we continue to be conduits for that energy? It's incredible. It really is. Um, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We have so much more with Rodney to include a, a little meditation that's coming up that you can do, even if you're sitting at your office listening to us on Voice America, riding on the bus after downloading this episode on iTunes. Wherever you are, you're going to be able to participate. So don't go away. There's much more Go Green Radio with Rodney Yee in just a moment. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? Or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. I'm your host, Jill Buck, and I'm so excited to be joined by Rodney Yee. He's my yoga instructor. I have many of his DVDs, and he's uh, an instructor to so many and an inspiration to so many, not just on how to be fit and how to be well, but how to live a lifestyle of good health and sustainability. And that 
concept is something that the company through whom his uh, DVDs are published, Gaim, this is something that as a company, they not only espouse in their business operations, but also in the products they create. They help to enable people to purchase things that are eco-friendly, that are uh, in 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 line with a lifestyle of health and sustainability. So I do encourage you to get out there to the Gaim website and check out what they've got. Rodney, uh, on that website, this is what Gaim has to say about the environmental footprint of the media products they produce, and that would include your DVDs. They say, we use 100% recyclable and biodegradable eco-conscious packaging for all media designed to make the smallest environmental footprint possible. The lightweight, tough, and resilient packaging is made from 100% 100% post-consumer waste and is printed with soy-based ink. I'd love to know how this way of doing business jibes with uh, traditional yoga teachings. Is there a connection between yoga and environmental protection that, that jibes with Gaim's business operations? So much, Jill. And what you're realizing is that both yoga and both our understanding of the world and sustainability is always evolving. And it's really the inquiring mind, if you will, that begins to look into, how can I do this better? How can I have less impact on the world? How can I actually, you know, do what I need to do on the earth? And yet at the same time, if you will, leave it more pristine. You know, leave less of of a footprint. Really consider all the impact that I'm having. And really this, again, goes back to mindfulness. This goes back to, as Thich Nhat Hanh says, this great Buddhist Vietnamese monk, he says, when I look at a piece of paper, I see the sun, I see the rain, I see the tree that grew, you know, I see the manufacturing of the tree, I see the pulp, you know, and so in some ways, by being really mindful of what you have in your hand as material, uh, and where did it come from, and then where is it going to go? You know, it's that real mindfulness that begins to enable you to become even better at, you know, sustainability, you know, at keeping the environment healthy and yourself within that healthy. So, you know, what people don't realize is, yes, yoga is a 2,000-year art form, but at the same time, you know, we're evolving this art form. We're trying to understand, you know, how do we do triangle pose on the mat and how does that influence us about the packaging we use on the DVD that goes out. And the great thing is, is Yurka, the, the main visionary for, for Gaim, I mean, he, and the owner for Gaim, he has always been into researching how do we push this forward? You know, how do we make this a better uh, product? How do we use sticky mats for yoga and biodegradable material? So there's amazing ability for us to feel conscious when we're practicing on our mat. And so mm-hmm. everything from the packaging to the DVD to the yoga mat to the yoga blocks we're working on to what we put in our own body, it's all about mindfulness and understanding and relationship between us, the earth, the world, the universe, each other. What I love about that is that it provides uh, no contradiction 
from what we're practicing to what we practice on. <laughs> and that these products uh, leave us no shame, no guilt um, for using them and for purchasing these um, as we're practicing this, uh, you know, this art form that encourages exactly that kind of mindfulness. And that's really a comfort. I, it's I'd such like a to great add- thing, right, Jill? I mean, it's such right. a great thing to realize when you go to a store and you're a consumer you're buying products and you're buying food and you're buying whatever you need to buy for sustaining your own life also really is friendly uh, and really helps sustain the world. I mean, that's the kind of mentality and consciousness we're all really trying to develop because in the end, it really makes us happy and peaceful and complete. Right. I, I do believe that. I mean, and I think that that's a higher level of adult maturity. That's where we're, we're headed when we are able to think that way. I'd like to ask you a personal question because I know you're a dad and uh, so many of our Go Green Radio listeners are parents. And I'd love to know how being a parent has shaped your philosophy on living a lifestyle of health and sustainability. Has it changed you at all uh, since you first became a parent or, or not? Well, it's really funny. One of our daughters graduated from high school just a week ago, and we had a celebration last night. I know it's great. And then our son graduated from college, uh, from Pratt and sculpture. And, you know, it's, it, it's been a long journey. And, you know, some of it has been, uh, mistakes and along the way, and some of them have, you know, been really wonderful, wise decisions. Um, you know, it's tough because as a parent, of course, you want the best for your kids. You want the best opportunities. You want the best, you know, uh, connectivity for them, whether it's the new iPhone, you know, or, you know, whatever <laughs> it is. Uh, you know, and, and there's always a push for all that. But in the end, you know, what we hope we rubbed off on our kids was, look, look at what you do. You know, be mindful about what you do. Let's think twice about, you know, how we are as consumers. Um, you know, how do we live in the world? And I think because they've been surrounded with thinking people, with people who question what they're doing, uh, you know, whether it's composing music or painting a painting or whether it's cleaning the dishes or, you know, whether it's, you know, going out for a party, I think that in the back of their mind, they've been taught to look at the world with respect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that they're on their journey, just as, as we're all on our journey, to understand what that word means on a deeper and deeper and more profound level. And I think, you know, that's how it's affected me. It's like, yes, I'm passing this down. Like, mm-hmm. And I'm passing it down, not just what I'm saying to them, like telling a kindergartner, you know, you're mm-hmm. going to learn how to share with your toys, but giving money to the person on the street, you know, giving money mm-hmm. to charity, you know, spending some of your day uh, working for causes that really make a difference in the world. You know, so it's not just about telling them things, but it's how you live your life. And they, they know we've made mistakes, and they see it, and they help us as we help them. And so, you know, it's, it's, as we say, we're in this together. We're on this satellite of Mother Earth together. And uh, let's, let's talk about it. You well, know, part of the human condition is imperfection and the constant striving to be better. 
and to and to do better, to learn more, and that's part of the human condition. I think it would be sad if children never saw their parents make mistakes. Mm. Um, I like it that my parent, that my kids are seeing uh, me constantly learning more about healthier food, constantly trying to improve in you know uh, ways that we can recycle or compost. You know that I'm not perfect, and I wasn't perfect when I started Go Green Radio or when I started the Go Green Initiative. Mm. That, that it's, it is, you know, uh, it, no matter how old I get, I'm going to keep trying to learn more and do better. And that, I think, is really powerful. I liked something that you said. You said your kids have been around thinking people who are willing to question what they do and how they do it. And, you know, so many times you see uh, kids who are taught to question what everybody else is doing. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I like it that you're, you're talking about questioning what we do because that's where it all begins looking in the mirror and saying, am I living a lifestyle of sustainability? Then what can I bring to the world in terms of my ideas for sustainability? And I like that. I like that a lot. I'd love to talk about some of your charitable charitable work, Rodney. Yeah. Um, tell us about your involvement with the Urban Zen Foundation. Um, what is the mission of that foundation, and what's your personal commitment to that cause? Well, the Urban Zen Foundation was created by Donna Karen, and it, the sort of the mission statement is in the name itself, Urban Zen, and it really means bringing the calm to the chaos. And what we're doing, Colleen and myself, we're really heading the health and wellness program of the Urban Zen, which is called the Urban Zen Integrative Therapy. And what we're doing is we're bringing five different modalities together in confluence to treat anybody in a crisis situation. And sometimes that just means in our everyday life. And what we're doing is we're bringing together yoga therapy, essential oil therapy, Reiki healing touch, nutrition, and bearing witness by contemplative care. And so what we're doing is we're taking these five modalities. And for instance, we put people in restorative poses as we're giving them Reiki, as they're smelling aromatherapy, mm-hmm. specific to get them into places of deep relaxation. And it's incredible. We do this in the hospital. We've done this at, uh, in crisis situations like down in Haiti. We've mm-hmm. done this at uh, the Eve Ensler 10th anniversary at the Superdome where we bust in 2,000 battered women. Uh, we're at about 10 different hospitals right now. We're at a number of elementary schools and schools but that we're going to begin to see the efficacy of making sure that kids don't get addicted. We're at addiction centers. We're going to start working with the veterans of foreign war. Basically, we're using these five modalities to work with five symptoms. We call them the symptoms of panic, and they are pain, anxiety, nausea, insomnia, and constipation. And Mm -hmm. we figure if we can work on these symptoms, then we basically create the opportunity for the body to heal itself. Now, that doesn't mean that we work separate from the Western um, uh, allopathic medicine. Basically, we're working with them, and we're working like pre- and post-surgery to get people to be as relaxed as possible within these difficult situations. For instance, let me give you an example. A -hmm. nurse at UCLA that we trained, she said she's a 15-year nurse. After we trained her, she had to take someone off life support. She stood by that door. She stood in mountain pose. 
She talked herself through her a breath awareness of inhale, exhale, pause. She smelled lavender. She gave herself a body scan meditation, and then she opened the door. The family was there. She gave the family a little chair yoga. She gave them lavender and peace and calming to smell. She gave them all a little chair yoga class with an in-body scan meditation. And then she took their family member off life support. She said it was the first time in her career that she felt like she did her job. Wow. This is the kind of effect that we want. We want to bring mindfulness into not only crisis situations, but even like when you're driving your car, even when you're at the grocery line, we want to use these five modalities to center ourselves, to heal ourselves, to create environments of presence of being. We know that if people are really present to the moment and they're really listening and feeling deeply, they will have a much better opportunity to make the right decisions. And they will make decisions with the foundation of peace and love. People want to make decisions of peace and love. They want to make those decisions. They just have to be centered enough to come from that place because that is our core. So understand that we're basically using these incredible modalities together that we've been personally blown away by of their efficacy. Mm-hmm. And we want, as in Donna Karen's words, we want to bring the care back to healthcare. Oh, and that's the beautiful. human the human aspect of being human back to a world that is in desperately need of just human to human contact. It's so, so true. You know, that's what we're doing there. We're in love with the work. I can't think of a better way to in some ways put the icing on a beautiful yoga career that I've had of 30 years of teaching in the classroom and Mm -hmm. creating these DVDs with Gaim. Uh, I can't think of a better way to top off that career with then to bring this great art form into some of the places that are in dire need of embodied mindfulness. I feel like I'm going to cry. That's just, I'm, I'm right there with you. That's so beautiful, and I'm so excited about the work that you're doing. I wish that we could just put you right in the middle of Capitol Hill, and <laughs> maybe we could do some healing there, because, oh, that's just, it's so human, and it's so beautiful. Well, we've got to take a quick commercial break, folks. When we come back, more with Rodney Yee, so don't go away. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. 
Tune in every week for Impact Africa with host Tope Fajanbasi. Get ready to be inspired by the people, stories, and opportunities in Africa. We're a community of Africans and friends of Africa living all over the world. Together, we'll celebrate the continent's successes and help provide solutions to some of its greatest challenges. Impact Africa can be heard every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Together, we'll discover that the real Africa is more than what you hear about. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. I am thrilled that you could join us and thrilled to have our guest today, Rodney Yee. Um, so many of us know him from his yoga career, but just in the end of the last segment, he was talking about uh, a foundation that he's been working with. Uh, it's Donna Karen's organization called Urban Zen Foundation. And I loved uh, your quote from Donna when she said, we're bringing the care back into healthcare." Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. I'd love for you to give our listeners a little taste of that peace and that tranquility and mindfulness by leading us through a, a little guided meditation. Now, Rodney, if you wouldn't mind. That's so great, Jill. This is exactly what I'd love to do for you and your listeners. So, everybody, this is called a body scan meditation. Wherever you're sitting or standing, just have your feet on the ground if possible. Even if you can, take off your shoes and have your feet actually touching the surface of the floor or even better, the earth if possible. With your feet on the ground, situate your sitting bones and your pelvis so that your spine and your head can balance almost like it were teetering on the points of your sitting bones and feel like it's a dialogue so that you're not being stiff at all, but in fact, you're feeling yourself sway from front to back, from side to side. And have a dialogue with balancing your head right over your spine, right over your sitting bones. Feel your feet on the ground. Place your hands on your thighs. Let's start from the crown of the head, the very top of your head. Just feel whatever sensations you're feeling right now. The feeling of temperature, the feeling of any breeze or movement of air, the feeling of your hair or no hair, whatever you're feeling right now at the very top of your head, take your mind right there. And then keep coming down the scalp and feel the skin of the field of your forehead. And feel again Is there any sense of relaxation there? Is there any sense of tension? No need to change, just observe. Notice, how does the skin of my forehead feel? The skin between my eyebrows, 
Can I take my mind there? And can I feel the temperature, the moisture, any sensation of the skin between my eyebrows? Is it furrowed? Is it tight? Is it loose? Is it breathing? And then feel your eyes themselves and feel them deep inside their socket with your eyelids closed over your eyeballs. Begin to look downward slightly. Even though your eyelids are closed, feel like you're gazing downwards towards the heart. Feel the skin of your temples. Iyengar, a great yoga teacher, says the temple skin are the doorways to your soul. So feel like the temple skin is completely open, free. The skin over your cheekbones and the skin between your nose and your cheeks. And feel your lips. Are they parted? Are they together? Are they moist? Are they dry? Feel your ears and feel inside your ears for a moment and notice the sounds that are coming in, not only from my voice, but ambient sounds from your room or from wherever you are right now. And feel the skin of your back of your skull. Is it resting on something or is it floating again right above your spine? And then feel how your neck is soft and how the throat, the tongue is relaxed at the base of the mouth and the throat is empty and free as possible. Feel the moisture inside your mouth. If you need to swallow, swallow on the bottom of your exhalation. Notice your balance again and feel, oh, I have the possibility of falling forward and backwards and side to side. I don't have a habit, but I have a a dialogue, actually. A feeling, a listening, and a response. How are your arms right now? Are they hanging heavy on your chest? Or did they feel buoyant, like a life vest? and are creating a buoyancy and a levitation to your heart and your lungs. And then feel your lower back and your waist area. Maybe you can give a little lift to the chest by grounding your feet into the surface that they're on and get a sense that your legs and your arms are supporting the buoyancy of the chest and hence the lightness of your lower back and the freedom of your vital organs. And feel your breath as it rises and falls in the belly. Let your belly respond easily to that wave of the lungs and the diaphragm. And feel your thigh bones on your chair or your thigh bones if you're standing. And feel them pressing down into the feet as you get a sense of elongating the sides of your waist. And for a moment, notice your hands. And just feel your hands, these wonderful extensions of your heart and your mind and your heart and your lungs, these beautiful hands that express and touch the world. Feel for a moment the wonder and the miracle of the hands just as they are. Even if you don't have hands, the residue of the limb, of the hand, the arm, feel what you would feel, feel what you do feel. And then go further inside for a moment with your feet on the ground and your hands and your thighs and your head balanced right over your sitting bones, teetering in all directions. Feel the rise and the fall 
of your breath. And for a moment, just key in to the way the breath is moving in and out of your body. And you count at least one single cycle of breath. And then slowly open your eyes and know that these simple little meditations like this, a little bit all day long, maybe once on the hour, can completely change the way you interface with yourself and with the world. It's these kind of little body scan meditations that can bring so much more aliveness and at the same time, so much more peace. So please, don't hesitate. Use these little simple tools to change your life. That was wonderful, Rodney. Thank you so much. Now, I know that you have a DVD, at least one, if not more, that have more of these meditations. But Gaim now has a Gaim TV I saw on their website. Do you have these meditations integrated into things that our listeners could find on Gaim TV? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Gaim TV is such an amazing library of all of the work Colleen and I have done and many other incredible professionals and uh, spiritual guides. So please use Gaim TV to uh, really have a, almost an inexhaustible library of ways you can tune in to yourself and tune into your environment. Um, it's, it's, again, a lot of the leading pioneers and experts talking about what works for them, what works for their uh, students and uh, people who study with them, and also, again, the questions, the questions that are contemporary, the questions that we're all trying in some ways as a community to really begin to answer. What I love about this offering, this this new option with Gaim TV, is that uh, for those of us who are really seeking resources to live a lifestyle of health and sustainability, this is something we can take on the road. You know, if we're uh, in transit, on the bus, on the train, uh, in our car, uh, we can, you know, access it through our smartphones and what have you and listen along. If we are traveling and we want to do some yoga in our hotel room, you know, this it's such a phenomenal resource to help us uh, never be without our access to these resources um, f- for the lifestyle that we're trying to live. I love that. I absolutely you know, we all love need that. Remi- we all need reminders, Jill, really. We all need little pop-ups on our great technology. We need reminders because um, it, it, we forget, you know, moment by moment, we forget to check in, to actually feel, to be alive in the moment. Sometimes technology takes us away from being really in relationship, and sometimes it actually can aid in really bringing us closer. Mm -hmm. And so I encourage you to use these tools as ways to check in, be in relationship, you know, really have deeper communication, deeper, you know, a profound um, contact. So, you know, please, it's like a knife. It can be used to Mm -hmm. cut bread and it can be used to inflict suffering and difficulty. You know, your your electronic media is is all of that. Mm -hmm. You can zone in or you can, you know, or you can be zoned together. You know, so let's do it. 
Well, and, and I think that, that Gaim is very aware of that. And I think that's what makes them such a, an in tune uh, company. They're really in tune with the needs of those of us who are really working hard to be um, healthy and sustainable. And so I would recommend if you're looking to maybe just start a yoga practice or uh, maybe just begin some meditations, if you go to Gaiam.com, that's G-A-I-A-M.com, uh, you can find Rodney's materials and so much more. We're going to take a quick commercial break while we're all peaceful and mindful, uh, but we'll be right back with more Go Green Radio, so don't go away. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio, everybody. I want to give a big shout-out to my tweeps, those who are following me at, at Jill Buck. We have a lot of great conversations out there. You can follow me if you want to join in. And if you'd like to follow Rodney, you can do that, too. You can find him at, at Rodney underscore ye. And he's got some great information that he's constantly sharing on Twitter as well. Uh, you know, Rodney, we cover so many environmental topics on Go Green Radio, and honestly, not a week goes by that I don't read about environmental toxins out there, um, whether it's in the air, in our water, in our food, what have you, that pose a threat to human health. Um, people come to you for overall wellness, and that's much more than just teaching people yoga poses. I'd love to know, Rodney, when people come to you and, and they're asking for your advice on, on how to be well, what advice do you give them about protecting their health and well-being from these environmental toxins? Well, that's an amazing question, and most people don't realize there are specific yoga poses to do even to eliminate toxins from the body. Uh, on a sort of overall general category, a lot of twist in yoga actually help release some of the deeper toxins from your organs. 
But mm-hmm. then really, you know, creating a good lymphatic system, creating a really good circulatory system, creating a really good respiratory system and elimination system. Basically, what you're doing with that is you're really getting your body to work and, and if, to, if you will, to its most amazing ability to actually purify. So you mm-hmm. can almost see yourself as, you know, a machine that in some ways helps not only purify for oneself to live in this world, but also purify as in what you take in and what you give back out. And I always like to think of, again, everything we do, we're leaving in a better, in better shape. So, you know, can I do the practices that will actually turn my body into the ultimate machine of both being able to take in anything, but actually to give out in a way that both physically, mentally, and spiritually, and emotionally in a way that's going to create, you know, a better world. But, you know, there's so much more, you know, the philosophy of yoga really hitting on, you know, what do we do so far as our greed and our consumerism and really taking in so much more than we need and creating really so much garbage. I mean, you know, it's, it's, you know, just on the literal level, it's like, how much garbage do I produce a day by what I'm buying with, you know, I buy some things that look like they're packaged, you know, for a heart transplant. I mean, it looks like (laughs) the thing is so medically sealed that it's like, wow, you know, how much packaging is there for a single thing that I put in my mouth? It's overwhelming sometimes. And so we have to think, I mean, we really have to think, Jill, from everything we consume, whether, you know, buying a battery, you know, what kind of packaging is around, uh, you know, this thing that I'm buying. And a lot of times the, the more expensive thing you buy, the packaging's that much more elaborate, you know? I mean, we're all little kids. I don't know if you have kids, but my little kids, when they were really young, they were more interested in the boxes than what were inside the boxes. <laughs> yes, I have, I have three kids, and I can attest to that. There were many a Christmas morning where I was disappointed because the toy was left aside and the box was the big deal. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny because, you know, you think we're different as adults. But, you know, I like something, just like when I lived in Japan, I like it when it's really nicely presented, mm-hmm. when it's wrapped really nice and, and, you know, there's a lot of attention given to, you know, the presentation of something. But we have to think, you know, what that really represents, Jill, it represents someone has been attentive. Mm-hmm. It, it's not so much that you have to use an expensive wrapping. It's like someone has given attention to something they're giving you. So w- what we're really trading here is, is love and attention. And if people understand that, then it's really the way you give something. It's the love in which you give something. It's not even so much, is it wrapped five times? You know, um, we have to realize that the essential aspect is that we care, we love, and it's the, in some ways, like they always say, it's the, you know, it's the uh, attitude in which you're giving something that actually makes the gift. And I feel like that's so important. It's my attitude. And that I'm constantly working on, you know, regardless of whether it's road rage or whether it's, you know, being upset with someone you love or whether it's being upset with a stranger, you know, that's toxic too. We forget that a lot of the toxicity, it's not just 
you know, physical poisons. It's literally the mindfulness and the attitude in which you are living each moment of your life. And that, I think, has its ramifications just as much as, you know, what we're wrapping things in. I think it's really true, Rodney. And I think, you know, sometimes when I talk to people about living more sustainably and I ask them to be mindful of these choices and behaviors in their lives, some people panic a little bit and they're, they think that they are going to have to adopt some form of obsessive compulsive disorder, you know, and looking at exactly. everything in their lives. And I, I, I say, no, it's not that. Be at peace. Be calm. I'm not asking you to turn your life upside down and shake out everything that isn't green. But go, take it in bite-sized chunks. Maybe just look at, you know, your produce that you buy this week. Can you buy things that are not packaged? Can you buy your vegetables, you know, free of a package, or do you need to have them in a plastic bag? You know, those types of things. And just look at your life little bit by little bit and make these changes over time. And I think that that's a more sustainable way to become sustainable. Well, you know, know, it's really true. You know, you remember that uh, little book that used to be at all the retreat centers, 50 Ways to Save the Earth. And we forget Mm -hmm. that, you know, as an individual, if we save two plastic bags, and if every individual, you know, 6 billion people do that on Earth, that it's a huge impact. It and is. It is, it is the little things, Jill. It really is. And, and we collectively have so much more impact. Uh, and I, I don't want people to become discouraged when they just look at their own household and maybe they decrease their, their waste by, you know, X percent, 50% by recycling more. That, well, it really wasn't that big of a deal. It is. Because if, if you talk about that with your neighbors and you, uh, share that with your friends and family and you teach your children to do that, your ripple effect is huge. You know, there's one thing I want to touch on before we go, Rodney, because I feel like this is, this is kind, kind of something that makes me sad. There are a lot of myths and misunderstandings out there about yoga, what it is and what it is not. And in the couple minutes that we have left, I'd love for you to address that for those who may not be practicing yoga at the moment and maybe they've been told something that makes them uncomfortable that would help them kind of get over the hump and maybe not be so, um, so worried about that starting a practice that can be so healthy for them. Yes, there's two really main myths I would like to get uh, and uh, talk about, and that is that yoga is a religion. Yoga is not a religion. It's a practice that really can help you live a spiritual life. But it, in itself, it's not antithetical to any religion out there. It actually, to me, is the catalyst that enables you to act with the kind of you know, ethical principles that we actually learn in religion. And so that's the one thing. And then the other thing is that yoga has anything to do with flexibility or these wild contortionistic gymnastics (laughs) that you see yogis doing. Yoga, we do those things only to begin to feel the limits of our body and to test our body. But really, we're testing our body to actually become embodied. So it's really much more of a mind game it doesn't really how far you stretch your body. It's how, how much you feel your body so that you can really tie the mind and the breath and the body together. It's really the relationship we're looking at. It's not these extreme contortionistic movements. So please know that yoga is for you and that a lot of the yoga practices can enable you to lead a more joyful, peaceful, and just wonderful life. 
not only for yourself, but for your family and the world at large. And I think that if people understand that, they'll find a practice, a yoga practice that really resonates and works for them. And it's safe to do with children as well, isn't it? You know, I do yoga, we do pre-yoga, you know, prenatal yoga, and we do yoga on people's deathbeds and we, Mm -hmm. and everything in between. So there's something really, something very important for everybody to look at through a yoga practice. Well, and I I love the fact that uh, throughout all the DVDs that you offer, I mean, you've you've really got quite a, a large expanse of variety, um, and that's one of the things that drew me to your DVDs to begin with. When I was very much a beginner in yoga, and it was more about uh, integrating my my physical health, mental health, and spiritual health into one, um, I really needed to have those various levels, and and you provided that. Rodney, it was an absolute blast having you on my radio show, and I, I encourage our listeners to get out on Gaim.com and find a plethora of Rodney's uh, products. You will be blessed. I guarantee that, um, and especially his new DVD, Power Up Yoga. Thank you so much, Rodney. You were awesome. Thank you, Joe, and I hope someday I'll have you and your husband and all your kids in my class. I hope so, too. That would be wonderful. And I know that my husband will be so excited. I, I have to tell you, Rodney, in full disclosure, um, you know, I've been doing Go Green Radio for five years, and I've had some pretty big VIPs on my show. But I think having you on finally made my husband really excited about Go Green Radio in a way he never has been before. So <laughs> thank you for that. Well, folks, we'll be here same time, same place next week with more Go Green Radio. Until then, have a wonderful week and do something in your life to go green. Did you get some terrific ideas from today's show? Please join us for more next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. It's Go Green Radio with Jill Buck here on Voice America. Go Green Radio is proudly sponsored by Covanta Energy, a leader in providing renewable energy solutions for a cleaner world. Visit www.covantaenergy.com for more information. We'll see you here next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.